first I want to, to, to thank Debbie and, and David for having the shear, for hosting the shear in, in the house. The house continues to be filled with tire and fila and Hashem's book should bench each and every woman and all the children should have right nachis and simcha. We learned Parak Aleph, the fourth chilek of Bilvavi. Parak Aleph is is a very graphic and painful description of life as a Jew, life as an Orthodox Jew, without without Hashem's bar, without a father. You know what it means in Yiddishkeit to be an orphan. You somehow. Not only that, but not bechlal to have a father, and and the stated goal of the tzaddik of the mechaber of the author is to help us discover our father and to establish a relationship with our father. And in order for us to do that, in order for us to do that. Perig Days on page Yudalad. Perig Days is a very, very important introduction to Avodas Hashem, to all Avodas Hashem, and particularly to the program that we're going to that we're going to start after Perig Days. It's a very, very important Hagdamet for all Avodas Hashem. I've spoken about this here and there over the years. This parak is not going to be exciting or even interesting, but that's exactly that's exactly his point, as you'll see in a minute. That it's not the excitement or even the interest that is required in one's growing in Avodah Hashem, and how we often confuse excitement or inspiration with growth, and they don't necessarily go together. And that's the introduction to the rest of the sefer. So on page Yudalud, Perg Beis, Ma'isa Fahayluf, those are good words, those are Hanukkah words. Right? Those are words of, of adding, of adding and moving forward each night another candle to add to the earlier candles. We'll see in a moment why why he uses this term that's borrowed from Hanukkah to be Ma'isa Fahayluf, which is the halacha, of course, to, to have the first candle and to then the second night light one and two. Two and one, right? But the light cumulatively candles, not just to add. Strictly speaking, of course, if you light each each night one candle, you're 100 percent yotzei. Strictly speaking, but all of Klai Yisrael has accepted that when it comes to Hanukkah, we try to be mahadrin and mahadrin to to add a new candle with the old candle each each night. So in Avodas Hashem, it's a very very big yisait. So let's learn. In the coming chapters, we're going to discuss a number of paths in Avodah Hashem. But before we can actually approach, before we can actually begin to to talk about these different paths, these drachim, it's necessary 
to begin with a general hakdama, with a general introduction that's very important. In order that we should be able to take advantage of the coming chapters and to actually change our lives, which is the tachlis of the sefer. It's not a sefer that is written because it's interesting or because it's exciting or to say over things, you know, in Advatar or the Shavar Brachas or something. It's an avayda. And therefore this chapter the author tells us is by way of Hagdama to any work in Avodah Sashem. There's a well-known story from Rabbi Zamala Velazhna, the brother of Rabbi Chaim Velazhna. Rabbi Zamala, as I mentioned last week, Rabbi Zamala himself was, was considered by many to be greater than his illustrious brother, Rabbi Chaim, who outlived him by many years. Rabbi Zamala died a relatively young man. And there's a story from Abzamala. Both of them were the greatest disciples of the Vilna Gain. Hagra, the Vilna Gain You know, Vilna Gain didn't have a yeshiva and he didn't give a shir in any yeshiva in his house, which he rarely, rarely left. He rarely left his house just to go to the mikveh. They davened there and there was a cloise, there was a mikveh and a little shul next door. The the Gvar used to learn with a small group of brilliant, brilliant Tamirich Chachamim. And it wasn't open to the public. But these two brothers, Rav Chaim and Rav Zamal of Elozhna, were of course part of the Shia. So the Vilnagon was giving his Shia, Ubaachas Apama, one time, Kshagwa, his Chilimsa Shia, when the Goyen began to give the Shia, Bikesh Men, Rav Zamal of Shalom Yimsi. Rav asked the Vilna Goyen, please, Rabbi, don't give this year. Shalai Sahagram Adua, Vichinim Chavim Allah Chedivay Torah, what do you, why? Aren't words of Torah precious to you? Chavim? I mean, what are you talking about? Amalur Rabbi Zalman, listen carefully to this. Amalur Rabbi Zalman, Hyperchadvarm. He says, Rabbi, of course, just the opposite, of course. Kevin Chavim Allah Chedivay Torah, since the Torah is truly beloved to me, I want so much that everything that I'm learning should have a kiyam. It should, it should really last. It should be something which is lasting. And since, Rabbi, since what I heard from you yesterday, I haven't yet changed my life. I'm not yet living completely with what we learned yesterday. If I'm going to hear something new, a new shear, then yesterday's shear, which haven't, hasn't yet been come integrated into my life, I'm working on it, but yesterday's shear will become like a nefil, like a, a nefil, a miscarriage, a stillborn, God forbid. Meaning it will be something that will be just disappear from my life because I haven't yet really, really, really worked it through properly. And apparently, this was something that the few, those few Talmudim felt that they, that the Shia, the earlier day, was very, very, very hard, and they hadn't yet. I'm sure they spoke about it together. They didn't feel yet that they had fully, fully. Not just a question of comprehending, but they haven't changed because of it. They haven't really worked it through. <laughs> so Zalmula says, Rabbi, if I, if I hear. If we're going to have a new shear, 
If we're going to have a new shear, then yesterday's Indian is going to be like, you know, fafal. Diva Tarishal Asma, Yichasham, Kinis Nefesh, Elam Kim Amiti Benefesh. So the, the new is always exciting. The new is always new. And and what was old is already new. It's already, I mean, new, not new. Yeah. <laughs> but what was yesterday? It was already, it's already for fun. It's, it's an altamice. It's an altamice. Everybody wants something. Everybody wants something that's new. That's exciting. That doesn't need to be explained. That's the tell of a person. So B'zamala says, he says, Rabbi, I, I want I first want to take what Rabbi, what you taught us yesterday. I need to spend time with them and to be kind to them, to acquire what you taught us yesterday. But then once, once what we learned yesterday is part of us and it's been truly acquired then, Adam, of course, and he used the words from Hanukkah. Then I want that I should be able to be Meisif Vahilach. Those are very important words. Meisif Vahilach. Avalim Adam, Lashem Dudma Bechanukkah, right? See? It's Bashet. That if a person, for example, on Hanukkah, Madlikas and Erashaini, if the person by Hanukkah, by the second night of Hanukkah, he he lights the second candle, but he doesn't want the first candle, he blows out the first candle. Will be on the third day of Hanukkah. He blows out the old two candles just to have the third candle. He lights just the third candle. He gets rid of the of the old ones. It means something because we know that you could be yotzei, strictly speaking. But as far as being meisef it's not called meisef The words meisef means to add as you go along. Meisef it means to add to what you already have. It doesn't mean to just have something new. To add. Adding something is not the same thing as getting something, right? Adding something is not the same thing as getting something. It's very, very hard for us to distinguish. Here, the way that we were raised, getting something is a very, very harsh of a thing. Adding something to what you already have is not as exciting. Getting something new is exciting. So you could see why a person would be all excited about the third candle, Right? We know how we feel. Even by the time you come to the fourth night of Hanukkah, third, fourth night of Hanukkah, it's like, all right, we have to say the, we have to do this at dinner, we have to ready be out to them, and now the first night is everybody's like, mamish shining, it's summer. Then, Moisif Ahilach means adding to what I have. Not something that, not, not that I start something new, I add to what I have. Zuvada ene bechinis meisav halach alay dibu beisil. Beisil said, "Chas neiros halacha kebeisil is chanukah to be meisav halach to add a candle." That's how we fulfill the mitzvah b'mahadrin. That we add a candle, not that we just light on the third night a third candle, the, the third candle on the fifth night the fifth candle, but we light one two three and one two three four five and so on. Meisav halach. 
Meisif Ahelech Perusha, the top of page Tesvav. The meaning of Meisif Ahelech, Perusha Shahaner Harishan Dalek Haitev. It means that when you're standing there lighting the second candle of Hanukkah, the first candle is shining brightly. Of course, you light the second further than you light, but, but the candles, the candle, the first candle is, is, is there and it's strong and it's proud. It's not something of the past that you really didn't, don't have. Each night of Hanukkah, the first candle is, is the most amazing candle because it gets to be lit so many times. Right? It's a very harsh of a candle. The first candle. But look how we, we feel about the, uh, the first candle. Like when it's the sixth night, you say, yeah, yeah. The first candle is like this. It's all the way over there. It's not so harsh. So you know, you put in the oil and you put in the... But the new candle, oh. But the old candle is not so harsh. But really, the first candle, the first candle has... Was, was more than anybody. It's Moise Fahalach to add, to add. Umimene Madlik, Umaitivis, Aneus, other Rabbah. All the other candles come from the first candle. They're in addition to the first candle, but the first candle is the, is the Rebbe, is the Father, the first candle is, the, is everything. Everything else is just adding to the first candle. The Kar Gamla in Yanainu. It's the same thing of Adis Hashem. When you're trying to work on your Avodah Hashem, there's such a Yetzer Hatayv. It's a Yetzer Hatayv, but it's still wrong to move on to always to something different, to something new, without really, really fully integrating the first candle into who you are. Without really, without really being kind of the first candle of your Avodah Hashem. Because everybody wants the third or the fourth or the fifth. Everybody wants that. See, the, the swarm of the Bilvavi over and over the Nakud of Amuna, of Amuna. All of the problems we have in our Avodah Hashem, that's what we're learning. All of the problems we have in Avodah Hashem is because we never really acquired Amuna. We never really acquired Amuna. Our Amuna is, you know, we grew up, yeah, sure, I believe in Hashem. But we never really were kind of Amuna, what Amuna is. Well, we're learning what Amuna is. And to live in Amuna the way that we're learning in the Svar. We were never kind of that. That's why the davening is a hot thing with the mitzvahs and all kinds of crazy things with Taivas, Fahavayus, and everything, everything, all of the problems are, that come up later on is we're looking for all kinds of new things, new kind, all kinds of new things. Right there, the, the, the latest Shia, you know, the the the... the the, the mystical, the, you know, the mystical meaning of, of, of cell phones in our, in our present time, you know, and, and how they, and how the detrimental effect that they have on our souls. So if there's a title, so if there's a title like that for the, for the Shia, well, everybody, everybody wants to come to the Shia. But if, the, if there's a, if someone's giving a Shia and the name of the Shia is Amuna 001. <laughs> yeah, so this is already, you know. This is not something that's for me. This is not for me. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, an older person. I'm a mom in my whole life. And what? We're never kind of emuna. We're never kind. We should really all go back to first grade and sit in those little chairs, the little desk, except to, to go through it the right way and to be kind. And if our children would have kinyan and emuna, then all of their lives later on, they're davening, they're learning, staying away from affairs, what to think, what to see, what to listen. Everything would be al-taharas akaivish. Where they take these little boys and they start them with Mishnayis and Gemara. They, don't, they never met the Rabbi Shalom. And they stuff them and stuff them with all these things. So, who goes to the Rabbi Shalom? Where? Who? 
and 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 davening, daven, 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 daven. You don't daven. How can we don't daven? My kid doesn't want to go daven. How come my kid doesn't want to go to shul? He stays home. What? It's a the only difference between him and you is that he's honest. <laughs> the only difference. You also don't want to daven. He doesn't want to daven. Except he says, I don't want to daven. That's all. We became sophisticated enough to say, I really want to daven. But the kid doesn't say, the kid says, I don't want to daven. I don't stay home. I, I prefer being home. Everybody prefers being home. There are only a few people there. There are only a few people there that, that really want to be there. And even those that want to be there might not be for davening or something, like something else. <laughs> but if it's for davening, there are so many people that want to daven, daven. This, but the children say, I want to stay home. So the Yisoyed is not a Muna. So, Moise Fahalich means that, that upon the basis of Aleph, then you can make a base, a Gimel Dalad. Right? Then you could build up Moise Fahalich. But the Muna, the Muna is always there. And the Muna, everything is built on the Muna. It's Hadeg Bermanose Yichya. So, when a person, but a person is not interested in that. Like the things that we're learning in the last chedek, and we can learn a lot more. Reviewing, reviewing, and nochamol. That's what he does. And he, and what, what's amazing, he doesn't care. Like, like I was talking to a bocha, so I said, suggest I want you to take a look. You should the He says, I looked at it for a little bit. It's, you know, he says again, and it's not, you know, he's looking for, you know, sasam. He's looking for something exciting. So that's the problem. That's the problem. The same boy that's looking for something exciting, you know, uh, in the safe is looking for something exciting on the street. You understand? It's a it's, it's a problem. But it's it, since the problem it looks like it's a good thing, so you could be very easily tricked and fooled to think that this is the way to serve Hashem. But the MS is you have to, you have to be kind as the first candle. And with the first candle of Haiti, you light the second candle, and then the third candle. And when you have the the the, the, the third thousandth candle, the first 2,999 are burning brightly. It's not that it's just a, something that's called candle 3,000. It doesn't mean that. It just means your first candle. Because you don't have 2,999 that are lit. That's why Hanukkah is That's the meaning of Hanukkah. Why that Nakud was dark revealed by Hanukkah is not for now. That, but that's what Hanukkah is. That's what he's explaining. That's what Abzamal was saying to the Vilmagan. He was saying, Rabbi, if we're going to move on to the next thing, then, the, then, that, then that last one's going to be gone. Really. It's not going to be part of me. We ha- I haven't yet been kind of that, what we learned yesterday. I need to be kind of it. I need to, to review it, to go over, and to, and to really, really bring it into our lives. Then to continue with the next Nakuda. And once you've acquired the second Nakuda, then you go with the first two Nakudas and you continue on to the third Nakuda. And so we go. We know from the Svarim that the reason that the Torah is called Torah is that Torah is a lashon of Hora'ah. Hora'ah means to guide a person, to instruct a person. The Torah is a manual to show us how to serve God. That's what the word Torah means. Hashem Guide me along your path. That's what the Torah is. The Torah is lahayra is to show you, to guide, to instruct how to serve Hashem. 
Mitzad As far as learning Torah is concerned, we understand that the tachlis of my learning is that I should be able to come to Halach Lamaisa. Halach Lamaisa, which is also such an interesting thing, how that's from most of the yeshiva world, now it's becoming, um, it's coming strong, more, it's coming back. I'm talking about not the Svad. The Svadim always very much to learn Halach Lamaisa, but by Ashkenazim and the yeshivas, <clears throat> it veered away from that to a great extent. But the tachlis of learning is to know how to live. And even, let's say, you're learning something about the korbanis, which, unfortunately, we don't have a base of English now, so we can't actually bring korbanis. And many of the things that you learn nowadays that you're learning, you can't actually do because you're outside of Etzisrael, and, and we don't have a base of English and so on. Or a person's not a kain, and it's about, he's learning about kahanim. Still, every every single thing is Allah Alamaisa. Because even though you can't observe it let's say physically, because there's no Beis HaMikdash, but in Avedis Hashem, every single thing that we learn has something in Avedis Hashem. There's nothing that we're learning, not in the parasha, not in the Gemara. Everything, everything has a tachlis of Hireni Hashem Dekecha. Show me a bunch of how to live. And, and through these parashas, we're talking about, so you're learning a parasha, you're reading about Yaakov, you know, with Lovan, with the sheep, with the stripes and the dots, and what is, you know, what does that have to do with me? It's only, a person only says that, or wonders about that, if they didn't learn what it means, the whole thing was going on with the sheep. When you learn that, just say, I never met a, I never met a behem in my life. I, know, I, don't, I, know, I didn't even know they make animals like that. I never saw that. I don't know what you thought, what it was have to do with me. You read these, these things. But every single thing is a That's also teaching us. When you learn the Swam, you see, wow, that's what this is teaching me. Everything is to go to tachlis, that it should become part of who you are. And to be kind to something, and then to move forward. That's the tachlis of learning. Betchila... In the beginning, you learn something, right? You, you sit, you learn, you have a shear, you open up the safe, you're learning. You're supposed to clarify. You try very much to clarify what it is that you're learning. Until, at the end, you're to know what the halach knows. How do I live with this? What do I do? The swarm tells us. That the word halacha is a lashon of halicha. Halicha, walking, moving, going. Halicha is oilam lai. With the halachas, we are given a path to walk towards eternal life. Halicha is oilam lai. We walk in this world with the halacha, and that takes us to the tachlis of the next world. Halacha, halicha is oilam lai. When does the study of Torah become absorbed really, really in a person's blood? When does it become part of you? When is the Torah a living Torah? A living Torah. Only when the person feels that the Torah that I'm learning is guiding me. So many of the kids don't feel that. They don't see the. They don't see, and, and the, the rebbeim or the teachers are not making it, not showing them how it's relevant to them and how it, it guides them in life. It means something to them. A bacher was just telling me uh, yesterday how many he's, he's, he doesn't want to stay in yeshiva anymore. He's, already, he's like twenty. He said to me, "How many times can I listen to to that same shir, you know, on the same blad gemara, and and the last forty times that I heard it?" 
which is pretty much this similar Torah that's going around in the yeshivas and that Blat Gemara, that I never felt even the first time that it had any shaykhs to my life. And that's not true. It does. And when you realize that, you can learn it a million times, not 40 times. The Torah is a living Torah. But a person has to be able to bring out the Lebedekite, to show the children how alive it is, and to show how relevant. A girl was telling me, a little girl was telling me, about, uh, that she has, she, I asked her, what are you learning in school? So she says, of course, it's a very nice school, she's learning halacha. I said, what halacha is he learning? She says, halacha Shabbos. I think it's maybe 7th grade, 8th grade. So, Shabbos, I said, so wh- wh- what are you learning in Hilchah Shabbos? She says that the that a man comes in and sits at the table and has, she told me this, has a complete and total blank look on his face and in, the, in an amount of time for 45 minutes every day just says things without ever allowing a question, without ever in any way really showing or explaining or anything, just has a book in front of him and just says it for 45 minutes every day. So how can we expect those children to to feel it, to Shabbos, to feel Shabbos? For instance, you're learning Hilchah Shabbos, it's hard. Hilchah Shabbos is hard. But you know, you 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 you, you, you bring it to life and you show and what and you explain and you make it interesting and you bring out how it applies to the child's life and what's real about it. He just says things and the girls sit there and they have to write it down and he if someone's not writing, then he yells at them, and he just reads it from a book, and you know, that's not what the, the Torah is a living Torah, but the person who's teaching has to be alive. <laughs> so that's the Torah is The Torah is a Torah when a person sees the halacha. The halacha means again, it doesn't mean that. You're learning about the Vesemikdash, you won't have a Vesemikdash. And even if you're not a coin, so you're never going to have to do that. It's never going to apply to you, because it's something about Kaham and Vesemikdash. But, but, but what, what do I take out of this? What do I gain from this? What does it show me? What does it teach me in my life that I could gain from this? Halichas Eilamai. Then a person's Halichim Hayrozu. When you, when you see that, then you could Move with that. Hailech, you walk with it. Then you go weiter. Right you go forward in life. Bechol Eisa, bechol Shah. You have something which you were kinder in Yiddishkeit. You kinder this in Yiddishkeit. You acquired this in Yiddishkeit. Then you go with it. Every hour and every day. When Torah is given in such a way, when Torah is learned in such a way, where you don't feel that it's showing you how to live, where it's giving you a mahalach, a path. Shuv in a Torah it's words of Torah. I mean, you're saying something from the Torah, just like that, that girl's teacher is, is saying over something that he's reading from a sefer. He's just saying it. But it's not really Torah Gemur. It's not, it's not with the Torah. It's not the way Hashem's work gave it at Hashinai. Hashem didn't give Torah at Hashinai in such a way. He gave Torah with fire, with thunder, with lightning. With, I mean, it was a Torah's chai. With trembling. Everybody was trembling and everybody was excited. And, and it was a Torah's chai. But Torah she loved the shuv in a Torah gemura. It's not real Torah. It's not complete Torah. And even if it's a Torah that's given in a practical way with with a guidance and an instruction, but it's it's something that you can't live with your entire life. 
you don't see how it will apply to your entire life. Until you're 120. Zuya b'chinsh m'sim chazal al Yehuda. Shemoyesh Rabbeinu hispala alav sheyizke lasuke shmaitz alibad halchza. Moyesh Rabbeinu davened on Shevet Yehuda. That why it's not for now, but Davin means that when you learn Torah, you should be able to reach conclusions according to the halacha. You should understand what comes out from this Gemara. What comes out from what I'm learning? means according to the halacha. Local Torah just because you learn something, some something in, in Torah, doesn't mean that it becomes a halacha. Halacha is something that you walk with your whole life. So just the fact that you heard something, you learned something, doesn't mean that it becomes a halacha. The same thing when a person, when a man is learning Gemara, and he says in the Gemara, fancy, you know, all kinds of lamdis, the deep ideas and concepts and pilpulim, all kinds of all kinds of pilpulim and learning. You can go like that. You can go like that for for days or weeks and years, and you never come to halach. You know, someone says to the ma'aser, "What do you have from the Gemara?" So he says, it "Doesn't have a halach from the Gemara. It just has all kinds of hair-splitting discussions, but it doesn't come to any maskar. It doesn't come to halach." So kach peptimis This is how it is in the peptimis of all the, of, of, of what a person learns. Not everything that, not everything that you were taught, even if it was taught, the Torah is a way to give you instruction and guidance. It depends on you using that. Even if you have the best teacher, you have the best rabbi, you don't have that boring halacha teacher. You have, you have someone that really cares and wants to give it over. Really wants to give it over. But you have to, as a student who receives it, you have to make a decision. Of how to ad- adapt this to your life. That's what Rabbi Zamala was saying. Rabbi, I didn't, I didn't get there yet. I'm not there. I, I want to learn something new, but I want to learn something new as that's added upon the layers of what I've learned until now. Not something different. I want to learn something additional to what I've learned. Something that all that I've learned leads me towards. Because that's what Yiddishkeit is. That's what halach is. It's a path. It's a mahalach. It's a mahalach. This you see next page on page Tezai. You see this also a lot with the Balichuva. They have some of the yeshivas and they just sell the phone. They're all wonderful people. You have, but you have these Rebbeim, the Balichuva yeshivas. They're getting these guys that they, that like you know six weeks before they went on surfboard someplace in California, and now and now like the Rebbe is is some this Rebbe is like you know really could never make it to be a Magid Shir and, and a regular yeshiva. So he's halishing to say over some fancy shir in the Gemara, and you got this, you got this new, this new uh, Balchuva. He never heard, doesn't know from above a basar, above Messiah, doesn't know what a Baba is. Thinks he's a grandmother. He doesn't know a Baba, Baba Messiah. Who's the, and the Rebbe saying like saying a whole lump this because the Rebbe thinks he's saying a shir like you know the mere yeshiva, and the guy's like a Balchuva. So he's talking. Who's Baba this, Baba that, and the, and the Rebbe saying some fancy shir, and then the next day he says a new shir, new shir. There's no shyness there. Now, Shaykh is to building a person up and to, and to, to build it step by step by step to a person to come. Avotsuris Advar Mahamitisi and Tazai. The true way of learning Tyre. The true way of growing in Yiddishkeit. Hishabhdeisha Adam Yivna Atzma Kamishlaima. In order that a person 
should build for himself a true reality of Yiddishkeit, a kremishleim, something real, something complete. Tzura amitis, an to be an emistikid, an emistikid tzura of who you are. Each person according to his madrig, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Obviously, everybody's different. All of You have to take what you learn, and you have to go with it. You have to walk with it. You have to walk with it. Each person, like in the parashas, halachlit, like Yaakov says, I'll go at my own pace. Right? Esav says, Esav says, you come with, we'll go, you come with me. Yaakov says, it's okay. You go ahead. I'll go at my own pace. I'll go together with the children. We have our own pace. That's a very big Indian what Yaakov said. It's also very connected to Hanukkah, the Indian being Yosef Ahelich, that we read these parashis now. But Yosef at name. Yosef means to be Yosef Ahelich. That's what Yosef at Sadiq is. And, and, Yosef wants to be ready, Yosef is ready to rush up, rush, and Yaakov says, it's Halich Li'iti. The regal Hayyaladim, I have my own pace. I go at my own pace. It's a bislach. I go, I go slowly, slowly. One step at a time. Yaakovina refuses to move on until he's kinder, until he acquires the earlier Madragas. He has both names, Yaakov, which means ache of the heel, and he has Yisrael, which means the Li Reish, means that. So he has the entire journey. The ladder on the, from the bottom up, that's on the earth, and the top is all the way in heaven. But Yaakovina's way is to go one step at a time, to go in that Mahalach. And that's what it means, Hayra, Hayreini Hashem I want to walk and to go with it. To take the hayra, what I learn, and to walk with it, and to go with it. To review, review without letting up. This is one of the great difficulties that the men have when they're learning the dafyani, which not everybody has with Meir Shapiro's head, you understand, the one who started the dafyani. So, you know, people learning the daf, and it's a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous thing, even if the person doesn't. The fact that the fact that they go every day, and the most nefesh to sit by Yeshir and to listen to the guys on the uh, listening on the train with the tapes, and the, it's an unbelievable schus for the generation. But the hard thing is, how do you acquire? How do you acquire so many blood gemara like that without without letting up? Uh, uh, you know, if Rav Meir would be nowadays, because it's such a weak generation, then I really believe that he would have made it instead of every day. It would have maybe made five blood and two days of. Of reviewing two days to be kinder, two days of Chazar. But instead, everybody's like, you know, you, you go one blot. I don't know, the women can't appreciate what's a blot Gemara. One blot Gemara is enough to keep you busy your whole life. If you really learn it, if you learn it in depth, you're busy your whole life. With one blot, two sides of a page, that could keep you busy your whole life. So, so a guy sits there and he, and he hears, he's, he's like a pass, passive, you know, spectator listening. And the Rebbe says, because it's very hard to finish in 45 minutes to an hour, which is the time that they usually have, to finish a blot, it's very hard. So the, the, Rebbe, the Rebbe had to learn it very well. And the guys are listening, but then, but then they come the next day, and it's, not, it's, never a, it's never a binion. It's never something that was built step by step by step, unless someone's a genius. But the, 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 or he has time to review it a lot. But otherwise, they don't do that. These are people that don't have time for that, and they want to have dafyami, and they're, they're happy because they, they somehow, in some way, they heard over the past seven and a half years. I heard shas, but it's not like they have a shas, you know, like the tzaddik so You know, they went through shas, but shas didn't go through them, <laughs> and it's it's a very different thing. It's a very different thing. You know, someone that's preparing the dafyami. Years and years ago, I was able to, 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 to give that uh, before we moved to this area. 
and you know, it was sitting to sit for 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 two, three, four hours a day, and you have to prepare to give a good shiur. To prepare a lot, a lot, a lot. So you can say forty-five minutes. You have to really know it. Fifty minutes. You have to you have to really work it through. And but the, but the guys that are hearing it, that's not a Kenyan. They don't they don't acquire that gemara. You can't acquire that chazan. But the guys in yeshiva also don't want a chazan. There's nothing glamorous about reviewing. <laughs> it's not it's not fun. You want to learn something new because it's exciting. Every every black gemara is like the most exciting thing in the world to learn another page of the gemara. It's, there's nothing in the world, nothing that's as exciting as learning a black gemara. So everybody wants to learn something new to learn a new black gemara. But but if the Rebbe says you have to chaz, you have to chaz, you have to review, you have to review, you have to review, you know, you don't have a cheshik for that. You don't want to be my survivor. It looks like each, so you, you, you ask a bacha, what, what do you, you learn? So even if he says, well, I learned, you know, 75 blot this year. So do you really know 75 blot? Most often he knows the last blot. <laughs> because that's what was most recent. But it doesn't have the 75, it doesn't have the 75 blot, which is in, in Europe, how they learned with such such chazar that it's already it's been so many so many years my father's all gazon science since he was back in, in, in Hungary learning and you could start him in almost any place and he could continue the Gemara from, from when he was a child because they used to chazar a thousand times but you can't get away with that nowadays because then they'll like leave the yeshiva <laughs> you know it's not for me I'm going to go on to something else because there wasn't a Yerushalayim that they had the Kabbalah Salmach Shemaim that Hashem wants me to learn this and to know it not just because I like it or what does it do for me the Black Gemara I find it interesting the Gemara I find it interesting it was your responsibility was to know Shaz and you reviewed it and you reviewed it and you reviewed it and they grew up with it in their, in their head in their air in their brains in their bones in their teeth every single word of the Gemara Nacham al Nacham al Nacham al Nacham and they, and they had I met, I met more than once Jews from Europe that are not even religious anymore and they liked it when they see Yeshiva Bach. You know, I remember uh, there was a guy that lived on our block when I was a kid. A Polish, a Polish Jew. He wasn't from. He wasn't from. And my father, you know, these things. And, and I, he always would give me a pinch and a lollipop or something. He was a Tyree. He, was a, he went through a lot of Ghanims, this Jew. So, so he would say to me, without a on, he would say to me, No, Moshe, where are you learning? What are you learning? So I would say, you know what I'm learning, you know. Learning a Cholun Naftas. Cholun Naftas? He put his hands on his head. He said, oh, no, 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 no. He go like that for an hour. Because the whole thing. The whole thing. And that's it. You know, and, and my father would be saying, the two of them would start singing it together. And, and these are things that, that you hear, this concentration camp didn't knock out of his head. But he had to put them cup from how they were, how they were learning. But nowadays, who wants this? It's not. It's very, very hard to produce people that, that really, really, really know. To really know means that he, they have the first candle, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. They have all eight candles. There are a lot of very wonderful fellows that have the eighth candle shining very nice. But it's not really, really, because they don't have the first seven. It's gone. They, they learned and it's gone. But to, the emiss to acquire and to have a kinyan, is that's what he says, you have to look into it again and again and again without without stopping. And it's such a taiva not to do that. It's such a taiva. I was just somebody today. There was a yid that came to the shul. Just yid. He came to the shul. He wanted to raise some money. He's trying to build a shul in his neighborhood in Israel. And he came and he brought a sefer to give me. 
you want to give me this safe to, you know, to raise some money. And he didn't write it. It was written by a bunch of different Rabbanim. This man had a son that was that was blown up. Uh, they didn't, that was having to be, he wasn't able to be buried in Yeshiva Bach. Two years ago, it was blown up somewhere. And uh, and he decided to to make this safe and to build a shul as his son. And it was on the Silsasharm. Now, I grew up in the Silsasharm. That's how we grew up in the Yeshivas, all of us in the Silsasharm. But the truth is, I haven't really learned it in, in, in many years. I'm relying upon what I learned all those years, because I learned it so many times growing up. That I just, you know, I'm, I moved on to a lot of other things from the Ramchal, other Swam that he wrote, and a lot of other things. And But that which I had from when I was in 8th grade and ninth grade, 10th grade, it's like, you know, it, Mr. Ramchal wrote it. But I, it's like, the, you know, the other things. So so after this year, you know, left, and, and, I, and I sat down, I sat down, so there was such a masikus, I, I don't know what it was, it was such a light, I opened it up, I wanted to see a little bit about his son, you know, he told me, and they had something there, and a few pictures in the back, and I, I was very zebrochen from the whole nice. so I said, no, so let me learn something for this boy, you know, it said his name over there, and I'm going to learn something for him, so I, it was like, I hadn't, I hadn't looked at, the, at this, uh, at this part of the, of the Mrs. Sharm, really in Venice, in maybe 25 years, and, and I opened it up, and there was such a flood of, of strong feelings and machshavas that I had. There was, such a, there was such a sweetness to it. Because I decided that I'm going to learn it like I never learned it before. I'm going to try to learn this parrot for this kid. And I'm going to learn it for the first time. Even though I, I, I used to be able to say it by heart. Now I could say it, but not every word. But I, but, but I want to learn it for the first time. Not as a, a 15-year-old. But as a, uh, Leanne Har, a few years older than that, <laughs> I wanted to learn it, but like, I wanted to, and it was such a masikus, there was such a sweetness to it. And then, of course, the usual way that, that I, I am and I grew up with, right away I start to feel guilty, that how come all these years I, I neglected, I, I neglected this, and how could I, and then I start getting angry with myself. <laughs> That's just how it is. But, but how could I not sit in the, 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 the what do I, and I felt like, why well, don't I need anything else in my life? I don't have to learn any other Shram. I suppose I'm going to I can learn the rest of my life. Just to learn this, this Mesil Shram. I don't need anything else. It's a Yetzirah not to, not, to, not to do that. It's a Yetzirah something different, something new. And we don't appreciate. It's the same thing when it comes to relationships. People also learn with them. It's a very, very painful thing in life with people looking for something they that's why I once explained in a Shia, maybe some of you remember by Purim, I was talking about how the Bach says, and others hold that the Ikeh by Shalachmanis is not to give to strangers, to make new friends. The Ikeh by Shalachmanis is to give to your old friends and family. To be mechazek, the old relationships. Right? Like the, like the thing you're drinking wine in Purim, that the best is old wine, but with a new taste. Right? means the, the people that you always had in your life, but to appreciate them like, like, like you just met them. That's the talk. It's not... And make new friends, new, 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 new. Take is the person that, that you have your whole life a brother, a sister, a parent, a husband, a wife, a sister, a son, a daughter. That's what it means to be moisif vahailuch, to add. To add. But there's a Yetzirah that should be something new. It should be something new. You understand, I'm not even going to talk about this in the world, a taiva like that, when it comes even between men and women, such a thing. A taiva. Filth in the world. And instead of building relationships, just to seek different relationships. That's that's bechlal, part of this yetsar. 
But for us, thank God, we're holy people, so it doesn't go in such a way. It comes into other things in our learning, in our position. That, that we want something new, but we don't want to add. We don't want to review and to build. We want something exciting. As Iris. Sheer, she explains, Sheer has been in this Hanidrish, Mishtanim, this amount of time, you know, how to go over something, how to go over it and to acquire it. So he explains, obviously, that's different with every person. It's not, it's different with every person. That's why it's hard to have a classroom, you know, with, with a bunch of kids. Because it's very hard to, the one should be like the other. This kid needs this, this pace, the one needs a different pace. It's very, very hard to have a classroom. Terrell Chachilo was supposed to be taught from a father to a son. From a mother to a daughter. Chachilo was supposed to be given in a very personal way. Okay, it became impossible. So we have to have schools. But it's not the Chachilo of how, of how the Torah is supposed to be taught. We're not talking about two candles. If you have two wax candles, they're the exact same volume, right? Two wax candles are the exact same. So you you figure that they'll that they'll both stay lit. They'll stay lit if it's an hour. It's a candle that's for an hour. They'll both stay lit at the same. They'll stay lit for the same time. And not only, and even with the candles, that is the same thing. If this one is, if this candle is over here, and there's a draft, so then it'll go faster, and so on and so forth. So there are many, there are many things in the in in the there are many circumstances that surround the person's life that make each person so different. Not only a matter of how smart the person is. It could be two people that they have the same... Uh, nobody's exactly the same, but this similar level of intelligence. But you know that this kid could be learning Givaldi, and the other kid is not learning. And everybody's saying, how come, you smart boy? How come, how come, how come? But he has different than Yonim in his life. Just like this candle has a draft, and it burns faster. So this one, this, uh, this one, this candle is maybe sitting in a freezer, so it burns longer. <laughs> but everybody's different, and all different, all the different... Pressures and things in a person's background and environment. Every person has a different a different pace of how they go. But you understand that if you if you have a box of candles and they're all the same size, that you can figure that they stay lit around the same time, uh, approximately. But like can have But that's that's not how it is with Tyra. When the Rebbe walks into the classroom, even though they might, every single boy in the class might be 10 years old, although that's not usually going to be like that, but let's say they're all 10 years old, but if he looks at like a box of Hanukkah candles that he got, you know, the uh, Telza Yeshiva Hanukkah candles in the middle, and that every single one is the same height, is the same height, just like a little bit different, you know, color, but the same, everybody's the same, and therefore all of my students are going to light in the same way, that's... That he shouldn't be a rabbi, he should be a candlestick maker. <laughs> right? That's not how you teach Torah. You can't teach Torah like that. How Torah he are. The Torah is light. Kinir Mitzvah the Torah are. Which is a candle and the Torah is light. Vihimi'ira la'adam asadarach. The Torah is there to light up a, a path. It lights up a way for us. Avokol derech v'derech. That every person is derech. V'chal arav ha'ar. Sarach ha'alech is imay zman masuyim. Each derech. Every person has his derech. 
Not like they make it sound like there's only a few, like there's the Litvish and the Chesidish, and by the Chesim you have Breslov and Chabad and the Polish and the and then you have the Swadim, the Iraqi and the Moroccan and the Syrian. That's, that's ridiculous. Every single person has his Mahalach, his Shvil, his path. And each person needs a certain amount of light and a certain, and a certain amount of time on his path, on her way. They're not the same. It's not the same. Yeshlan the Kudish at Sarkha Lechasitan Harbezman, there's some the Kudis there's some points in Yiddishkeit that for that person he has to go a long time with it. He has to work on this in a long time. He has to walk with it a long time until it really is something which sinks in. Yeshlan the Kudish Apachas. And there are other Nakudas that it's less for that person or whatever. Sometimes it's sometimes it's enough that it's a small narrow path. Sometimes it's to be a wider path. Different kids you have to give a different amount of space. Well, I taught many years in yeshiva. The principal there is a, an, an unbelievable, unbelievable man with a tremendous insight into all of the kids. Uh, tremendous, and and. Um, you know, I remember in those years, there was a, he would pull over a boy. He also was like, he doesn't, uh, you know, he's from the old school. He'd pull over a boy, and a lot of the kids didn't have much money. He'd take out from his pocket uh, some money, and he'd say, go go down the block and get yourself a haircut. I don't like how you look. Tell the boy, go get a haircut. <laughs> so, so, I remember there was one boy, so I was in the, I was in the hallway. These are 11th graders. You know, 12th grade, these are high schoolers. So he said, Go get yourself a haircut. It's on me, but you have to get a haircut. I don't want you back here. You're not going like that. <laughs> so the boy said, Like many kids will do, he says, But how come Adam so and so, there was a boy in the school, Adam, that had hair like Mambers, like this, that long hair? How come he, does, how come he doesn't have to get a haircut? A kid, do you ever hear kids talk like that? <laughs> so so the answer of the, 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 answer of the, of the, of the principal of the Manal, the Shiva, was, Shut up. <laughs> that's what he said. He said that that's you, and that's Adam. And I know the difference between you need a haircut. He doesn't. That's. But his hair is longer. He says, get a haircut and you come back to class. And I get you're not allowed back in without a haircut. Now that boy, that boy Adam, who I'm still in touch with, Baruch Hashem, he's married, he's firm, he has a nice haircut. <laughs> He has a beautiful family, right? But the, the, he understood that this boy, what he went through, certain inyanim, he has a mishigas with the hair. It's not stam. It's not stam to copy. He has an inyan of his own individuality. When it's something that's your individuality, you have to be careful not how you how you deal with it. When it's stam, anudnik, that's copying people, then you can get a haircut. But when it's somebody whose individuality is being in some way trespassed. You have to be very careful with a kid. If he associates, if he attaches something significant to whatever it might be, it could be a bracelet, it could be an earring, it could be a piece of hair. You have to be very careful how you talk to a child. When a kid's dumb, it's dumb baby, but, but who, you have to be a person to understand. With your own children too, as Hashem. could be, so then each kid, so the kid has a time, how come Yankee can, how come Sarala can, how come I can? So... The Territz is, I don't want to say it again, but what the principal said. <laughs> but but uh, we tell our children not to talk that way. But, but 
But the Torah says, that's his mahalach, and that's your mahalach. By on your mahalach, you don't need to have long hair. On his mahalach, he, he still needs to have long hair. And he would just say he would say the same thing when it came to another person, when it came to different things with Shabbos or different. He, I remember him telling. I remember going over to the so there was in the girls part of the school. So I remember more than once he would go over to a girl, and he would say, "Stop davening so much. You daven too much. You're making me crazy." <laughs> he would say that. She was you know one of the big davens. She said, don't daven so much. We happy with the daven. The other girl would say, "No." So you know, daven, daven, daven. He understood that when it's imitation, when it's not real, when it is real, and how to, each kid was different. Each kid was different. That's how you teach. That's how you raise, that's how you raise people. And you see, from this person, generations of, of Shomer Terimitzis, people came in that they weren't Bechlal, Bechlal Shomer Mitzis, not Bechlal Shomer Mitzis. Not Bechlal. There's a Bach we're going... He's a student of, of, of ours. They're going. There's a chasna which is coming Sunday night. The chasna. He's going. He's, he already has. He has a strimal. He's going. He came. The father's not Jewish, and the mother also went to church, and and the mother's Jewish went to church. And there was an old Bobby that was a little bit of from a little bit of from came, and 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 he became a Ben Tyre. And you, if you would see how how such seichel and chachmet how this boy was treated and how to work with him and how to deal with him each one each one is different and his own face with his own halacha and what he's ready for and what he can deal with and what he what he needs to at that time so it could be a narrow path it could be a wide path one person needs a narrow the other needs it. at that time in life you have to give a certain kid more. you have to give a wider space another kid doesn't need that there's another kind of kid that he could go and if he goes off that, he, he, he has to put him back into that narrow space. There's another kind of a kid that you have to give him a, a, a wider space. That's how it is. The Torah has amazing Aetzis. The Torah is all Aetzis advice. But not every Aetzis of the Torah is for each person at that time. And you wouldn't know that when you what's going on in a lot of the in the yeshivas and the chinuch. You think that like every single, you know, it's... I just thought who was telling me we were talking yesterday was somebody who was somebody I once mentioned this but it, 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 you know unfortunately his stories like this I hope it's just a minority of things like this but there was a there was a, somebody that there was son, son is in a in a, in a Hashavi yeshiva somewhere uh, but not in this area but in a Hashavi yeshiva and and the father was uh, the father was uh, suggesting to the rabbi that the parents teaches that maybe his, the son Maybe his son and maybe some of the other boys could use a little bit of encouragement. Encouragement, like a you know, nice word, maybe an arm around the shoulder, something. So the Rebbe's answer was so interesting. The Rebbe said, it's not my derech. So listen to what my friend said to the Rebbe. I thought the, what's important is the boy's derech, not your derech. You hear it's a good word. Remember it, you could use it later on. <laughs> Because you're going to hear it, you're going to hear from teachers. It's not my dad. I didn't know that. I didn't know that my kid has to fit into your derech. I thought you were supposed to be a rabbi to find my child's derech. My child needs an encouraging word. That's my child's derech. Why do you think that I'm? I send in my kid to the yeshiva because of your derech. I sent him because I trust that the rebbeim are going to care about my child's derech. It's a very, very, very important chilik. It's an important chilik. I'd like to hear more talk about that in the, in the world. 
not what the derech of the yeshiva is, or the derech of the rebbe is, or the derech of that branch of Yiddishkeit is. What's the what's the derech of that child, and that that child needs in order to become an elohid? What's his derech? It's not the same. Torah has a million aces in it, but if you give that aces to someone who shouldn't be hearing that aces, so you mess them up. So what? Having pace is not a, a part of Torah? Of course it's part of Torah. You're going to tell this kid to put on pace at this time in his life? You could ruin him, right? But then if you tell the Chassidisha fellow, the little Chassidisha boy that has long pace, and you tell him, no, we don't, we don't go for that uh, pace. And, you know, Where's the Torah say? So you don't have to have long pace. You can go a little pace. We don't have to have any pace. It's still okay. Then you ruin that little Chassidisha boy. That's not the way he should be talked to. He shouldn't be raised that way. He's, in his world, he should have long pains. So the Torah gives nitzah. For one Jew, the Torah says, to have short pains. For another, Torah, uh, for another Jew, the Torah gives nitzah to have long pains. And that's good for him. That's good for him. If that kid, and if that kid's not doing well with the long pains, then we try to work with him in nitzah that he should, in his path, that he should, then he should cut his pains and not to feel guilty. It's okay. You can still have kosher pains. It doesn't have to be long pains. But you don't tell it to a chassidish child when he's in that world. You have to encourage him. That he, this is how his Zaydi went and his father went. And he has to go like that. He should try to go that way. And that's his, that's his derech. Not, that's the child's derech. That's the family's derech. And to try to work with that. Let's just finish this little piece here. All that I'm writing in this cipher. Even though I'm writing it, so, you know, when you write something, you can't change it afterwards. It's, it's there. It's, it's written. It's written. Then it's. The you know. And even when I, he says, when I gave this, when I was t- teaching this orally, because he obviously gave Shirim and then they put him to writing. Obviously, you can take a safer if you're if you're a person that, that can concentrate for an extent. You can sit with the safer for a week or two and finish it, right? So a safer is written like is written as one ongoing thing. But But I, I'm reminding each of those who are each of those who are learning it. Just because you just all written in one volume, and page one page goes after the other page, doesn't mean that you should be. Doesn't mean that I'm telling you that that you have to gobble this up. I'm telling you that you have to. I'm, I'm suggesting that you read it and you try to acquire piece by piece. And even if you want to read because you're interested, and you want to read further to go back, as he does, even when he's. You know how he did in the last for every chapter he starts again. To become part of us. But there's a time for everything. Just because it's written like this doesn't mean that you have to take it like this. And I don't mean for you to do this, say, for in a, in a couple of days or a couple of weeks. I mean to, to learn it. The Ketzev Yisum Hadvarm, but the pace of how you apply all of these things, mutam lo ishis. It has to be custom, not, is I say custom design? Yeah, custom. It has to be you know, personally designed for you. For you, how you apply? I wrote it. I wrote a safe. It's right there, so the island could open up the safe and everybody. But I, but I want you as an individual. How you apply these things? You should do it according to what you're comfortable with, according to your derech. That's what it means. Ketzev yisamadam the taste of applying what we're learning. Sarech has to uh, has to apply to you personally. The finafshal the kachis according to your soul and your kachis. Imlai, and if you don't do it this way, then the whole thing could make you even more confused. It could be, it will be an, uh, will be an empty thing. Will be chaser.
the Kach HaMaisa Shuaisa. It's not going to change anything that you're doing. It's not going to mean anything different in your life. It has to be. It has to be for each person. It has to be learned at that person's pace. Okay, Bez Hashem will try to move forward slowly in the next next time. <laughs>